Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Soap fans, true believers. I'm your host, Lucretia Lyon, and this is your first taste of Believe in Soap Operas. Lucky for us, soaps are still airing during the pandemic, and now you likely have time to catch up. If you're a fan of General Hospital or The Young and the Restless, you might recognize me from the After Buzz TV after shows. And if you're a soap fan in general, you'll recognize my guest, James Lott Jr., who spun off from Dish and Days and created the After Buzz TV soap blog, and now runs his own soap-specific mini spotlights and much more. Now we are having to record remotely, so the audio is a little spotty at times, and this episode was recorded on 319, so there will have been some more show development if you were caught up. So I did not forget, spoiler alert, Valentine recording Brooklyn and Lulu's fight. It was my favorite part of last week. So grab a glass and let's dish daytime. guys you're listening to believe in soap operas i'm your host lucretia lyon and this is my first episode so of course i would have a guess that if you know who i am you definitely know who this guy is because i've been his first guest on every podcast that i can think of that he was running introduce yourself who are you, mysterious man? <laughs> that is so chilly. We do this all back in our first episodes. Uh, hi, I'm James Lott Jr., and I do everything. <laughs> I have books and movies and TV shows and web series and podcasts and, and books and spoken word stuff. I do it all. I do lots of podcasts. So, and Lucretia and I are buddies. Yes, and, you know, we bonded, of course, over our love of General Hospital and since this is general soap dish, we can talk a little bit about the other ones as well, because I've been catching up on YNR, and I may have you catch me up a little bit. I may ask you some questions about that. But yeah. really, to me, we sort of have to talk about the state of soaps first. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, right now, soap should be doing well uh, with the ratings, since a lot of us are self-quarantined at home, and you can catch up on your stories. But now soaps have stopped production. And General Hospital, I know, is often from March 17th to April 10th and, you know, could potentially be off longer. And that's, you know, their production. But because of the impeachment and issues like that, they were a little ahead, too. So we'll probably not see an interruption, but it is possible. But uh, Y&R and Bold seem to only be uh, saying two weeks at this point for being out of production. But again, that could be extended because we have no idea what's going on. So we sure don't. We sure know, we know nothing. This is all up in the air. We have no idea. I mean, seriously, we don't, we don't know. I mean, that's just, that's just kind of the crazy part. We have no idea. It's, this could go on for a long time. Well, yeah, and luckily for Days of Our Lives fans, isn't Dave's like eight months ahead in production? <laughs> <laughs> this is where it works in favor for them. They yeah they they finished about they're probably about nine or ten months I think ahead of if I'm correct oh wow um, yeah so they so they're so they're 
they're they're good to go for a while because when they they did all the they did all the filming and then they then they went dark for a while and everybody released everybody from the contracts it was very controversial and um, yeah, you know they love to start controversy <laughs> yes and it's days of our lives and they picked up another year and then everybody so now they're working on that stuff but yeah they're they're way in advance where well, the other soaps are about five to six weeks in advance yeah I'm reading here that. Um, both bold and Y and R about four to six weeks worth of episodes already filmed. And it looks like a lot of places have some preemption still. Cause I know like I tried to watch Y and R live earlier here in Texas and it was still news, but it comes on their on demand service because I have CBS all access so I can watch it that way. Same thing as I always watch GH on Hulu. So I don't get interrupted unless it's everywhere. Uh, yeah. But I know with GH, I uh, couldn't even find how far ahead there they have. Well, see, remember GH for a while because of all the, 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 the impeachment trial, they got a lot of controversy because they didn't show new episodes for a while. They didn't even try to show them anywhere else. They'd have them online, and people were getting pissed to have the new episodes online. They said, we're going to wait till we can come back fully, and then everybody can watch at the same time. And that was a very controversial move they did because the other soaps were content, but online. So it was kind of weird that they didn't do that. So their they're, they're timing's a little off. Yeah, and that was odd in one sense, but it is one of those things that, you know, I don't even have cable anymore and haven't had cable for almost two years. So I only watch things online, but I knew my grandmother, despite me constantly telling her I can get her a Roku so she doesn't miss her stories, but like is not really adapted to that yet. But I see so many other people, even in the older age groups, which, you know, are so prevalent amongst viewership and soaps, like uh, have transitioned online. And that was me. I'm like, I'm not seeing an interruption unless it just didn't air anywhere, which I mean, with nobody was getting it, they were doing that. But then some people just didn't know. Hulu and ABC, uh, you know, are together now, but ABC.com was allowing people to watch it for free. But I don't see why anybody wouldn't have a Hulu subscription. Like, that's kind of like the best app there is. With all the content they have. I know I've been re-watching Desperate Housewives <laughs> in the quarantine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, or what's her name? But anyway, um, yes. I love I, um, <laughs> yeah, Felicity, but still also that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, yeah, no I, have, I have Hulu. I have CBS Access because of a card. That's why I got it. Um, and, uh, and so I have – so there, there are other platforms to, to, you know, get there. But it's, it's tough. It's just, it's it's, it's – it's tough because there, there are folks who don't online. There are folks with a demographic that isn't on social media. They don't, they, don't have, they don't have computers. They literally watch the television, and that's what they watch their show. They don't, they don't even DVR it or tape it. They literally watch it live when it comes on. There's a huge audience that does that. So it's a very interesting thing, very interesting. Yeah, I met someone that doesn't even have internet at their house. I was too. Like, oh. Me too. <laughs> it's weird, but I. Yeah, I that is weird. I'm like, how do how do you do anything? Like, <laughs> right. I agree. I totally agree with that. But yeah, there still are people, and I guess that's the thing is, uh, you know, but you know, the self quarantine is really showing how what all of us can live without. <laughs> but that's true. That's, funny. <laughs> that's so true, right? That is so true. It is. Yeah, that's one thing I, I'm really liking is seeing a lot of the soap stars really get into tweeting with their shows, like, because obviously they'd be pretty busy while they're on and 
really engaging with fans. You know, people like Perry Shin and Michelle Stafford have always been great and engaging yeah. with fans, but you're seeing a lot more of I know. Because it had to be said, William DeVry had tweeted a little thing about some penguins watching the other animals in the aquarium. And I was like, I couldn't believe that no one had tweeted or even made a meme of Carly saying, Morgan loved penguins. So of right, course exactly. I had to reply. And, it, and even he was laughing. It's like, we had to go with that. And, and, and it's good to see this soap community sort of coming together during this soap quarantine and being able to laugh and make jokes because it is what it is, whether you believe it or not. We've sort of had a bit of a shutdown here in the United States and apparently all over the world. So, folks, yeah. here's like a, a couple of people you should follow because she's, Lucretia's right. People are now, the soap actors have time in their hands. They're actually live tweeting with the shows. They're commenting on the shows. Paul Telfer, who I know, who's a friend of mine, who plays, um, on, he's, on, he's on Days of Our Lives. Um, he is, he's hot, first of all. Uh, he <laughs> tweets out the funniest stuff about his own character. He'll add music, he'll do all these things. He is so hilarious. So Paul Telfer is the bomb. Uh, plays Xander, sorry, plays Xander on Days of Our Lives. Um, Lamone Archie, he used to be on YNR, but it's on Days of Our Lives. He shows Days bloopers that include him uh-huh. It's called Blooper, and it's like he's been a lot of those. People love those. And he shows a bleat one, a Blooper with Galen Gehring and South Stars. It's really funny, put out yesterday. It's really funny. So I'll be like, there are folks really, I mean, uh, my girl Lindsay Godfrey's always tweeting. I mean, there's, there's, people, there's people out there who are, she's right, people are starting to get more engaged. And they're, Kathleen Gotti tweets all yeah, the time. Yeah, Kathleen Gotti yeah. was who I was going to suggest too, because she's, she's one of my favorite people on Twitter, her and Perry yeah. Shen. And they're back and forth. It's always Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And James Patrick Stewart, your buddy, yeah, he's, he's, he's always on the too. He's funny, you know, but, but he's in our girlfriend sometimes. So, yeah, so there's some in Eden and all that. They, they're all out there promoting their shows, and they actually answer back to a lot of you if you're nice to them, obviously. Even if you're kind of nice, they do funny little things to you. And, um, and I, and I want to give a shout-out to them. And I want to give a shout-out to all of our other soap press friends like Candace Mack and folks today who are out there, Carolyn Topol, who are out there also, you know, talking about the soaps and trying so to get things. Jen is who I like to tweet with. We, so she, Jen I, and so Jen. We just don't so care. Jen and of course, Walker. <laughs> and Walker. Walker and Walker Ragsdale, folks. These folks are out there, you know, um, also trying to keep the conversation going. And it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So, but Lucretia's right. The, the soap fans are now at the time, because they really do work hard on their shows. Yeah, and Nancy is another one. I was like, oh, I love Nancy on Twitter, you know, because she has no filter. (laughs) Uh, No, she doesn't. Absolutely correct. correct. And she got herself in trouble a few times. I'll never forget our first episode of J.C. Court all those years ago. And she said something something that she said, I won't bring it up again, but just that we had to talk about that the first episode of our show. I remember that. So, but I love Nancy. And I'm, I'm, I know, we Lucretia just did a show of mine, JH Mini Spotlight. You could catch her on that. And I didn't talk about this part on the show, but I, I'm, I feel like she deserves better on General Hospital right now. Even though I, yeah, anyway, her storyline. Are you not liking the hot uh, psychiatrist? Because, like, I am Dr. Burke. Mm. And I, I kind of wanted her and Valentine to hook up now that they're not brother and sister. I believe I made some jokes on Twitter that they both liked <laughs> Nancy and James about yeah, her. No, no, the thing is, I like. I like the guy. I like. The, I like. But the, it's the, the way they're writing them, but they're making this obstacle. They can't really be together, but they can. It's like, how old are they? Like, what? What are we doing? I mean, I liked they have mature romance. But I feel like they could write it a little better. 
They well, and to me, it's like it is a real statistic, and at least she's not acting like a child, like her grown ass daughter about it. Like they're trying to be mature, but obviously they, you know, still did it. But it, it was, it's not as pathetic. Will they or won't they? It's just like, oh well, this sucks. And, you know, she doesn't want him to lose his job because he's good at his job. And I'm like, there. it's sort of like the mature version of the pathetic Jason and Sam stuff that's going on. We can tell I obviously have opinions there. but it, uh, Yes, we do. We do. Yes. I just think they're not on enough. And I really like that she's the one being there for Valentine and being like, look, you got all the brains without any of the crazy. Not being a Cassidyne's the greatest thing. And when you think, like with Alexis, she's the only one that didn't use the name and didn't want to be a part of it. So to me, the only disappointing thing there is that Alexis isn't on enough and that I'd rather see stories with her and Neil or with her and Valentine than, you know, the the young squad that's, you know, unless they're going with Michael and Chase. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Uh, I know. I agree. I think. I think. I mean, Nancy Gron likes a very scene that she's in, and I mean, she and she does the best with what she gets. I mean, she she's. I mean, she's such a good actress. I mean, I just lo yeah. love her. To, always back from Santa for everything. I love her. I just, I just feel like they could do something different. They, this, this main things from her past they could use. Like, I like the whole Keisha thing that came up, and then he was there. She was part of Keith's sister, and I kind of like that a little bit. It was like part of her past coming back to her. Um, this Alcazar stuff. They could do. They come back. I mean, there's, there's things they could do to create conflict. Yeah. They want this storyline. This feels a little silly to me. But I like when they had sex. When they had sex in, in New York, and I, I was like I said, mature romance. I'm all for it. I love it. Um, but I just think that she deserves a, a little better. I think in terms of just how it's being written. Yeah, we, we certainly need more Alexis. I do like that we had less Sam. I mean, but then the spot's been for, uh, filled by the new Sam bot that is Willow. And I'm just like, can we just not have balance on the show? Like, you know, Alexis should be leading storylines. Laura should be leading storylines. You know, and there's nothing wrong with some of the younger set, like especially like the really young set, like Eden and, you know, Trina and Cameron and all of them. They're so great. But it's the, yeah. the middle that I'm a little, like, put out with. And I guess, yeah, we're, we're talking about General Hospital, so we can kind of give our thoughts. Because, like, I'm loving Amanda's Brooklyn, but it's yes. sad when Maxie is the mature one in that, uh, where it's like, you know, Lulu is so childlike. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Uh, that scene they had Lulu walk in recently. Yeah. Spoiler, you didn't watch yesterday's episode. Mm -hmm. um, or wherever episode comes out on. Um, She's because so someone spent her parents' money, and I mean, just like I mean, she she came at her for no reason. Yeah, Brooklyn was buying her own business, eating her lunch. Yeah, that was like Lulu so mature. <laughs> right, I almost, I almost want her, and I almost, I almost said Brody. <laughs> yeah, also, he was Brody. Her, her and, uh, yeah, I like wrong soap, wrong soap. This is, that was his former role on Life to Live. Yeah. I'll put them together because I see I see chemistry. I just I. I love Emmy Rylan. I love Drug Young the Restless. Yeah, she's um, a great actor. She deserves better than what they give Lulu. <laughs> completely. The way they write her, it's horrid. And she's so unlikable. Like, she's a Spencer. Come on, people. She's a Spencer. I mean, I mean just come on. It's, where is it? She's Luke and Laura's daughter. Where? What's going on? I just, I, I just I hate her character. 
Yeah, and, and that is the thing is I, I hate that I don't root for Lulu Spencer, but yep. it is hard to. It's like, yeah, Nina and Valentine were even better parents than you, Lulu. You should be good. Laura had their faults, but they weren't that bad. And then I like Mark Lawson, but yeah, he and Emmy have chemistry, and I think they were cute together. But now that Brooklyn is in the mix, I'm like, I wish that she'd get all the dudes. So, the two girl. Mm-hmm. But I think they're kind of going with Jocelyn having a crush. You know, speaking of Eden McCoy earlier yes. and how great she is, I think they're going with Jocelyn having a crush on Mr. Phillips, Dustin. Uh, yeah, they kind, of, they kind of alluded to that a while back. And they yeah. never picked it up. Yes. But I was like, oh, really? They're going to go that route. So I'm like, well, why not? I mean, that's kind of a, that's a common thing that happens. And that would create some controversy. Yeah, and and I think that she could pull it off. She's a great young actress. As I say, the younger, you know, all the actors are great on the show. The younger set's just really proving it lately, like William Lipton, who's Cameron. It's like, wow. I mean, you know, they got them some good air. And um, Sydney, who's Trina, is is great, too. And I like that they're sort of mixing them up a little bit. I want to say a shout-out to our buddy Mark Tessner, who's been on our GH Report show way back in the day, who helped me create my, my connection to General Hospital. Um, he's the casting director who has like a thousand Emmys for casting. And I, I agree with uh, Lucretia. He recently has just done such a great job with the younger set. He really has picked the actors who can actually act and who act like regular teenagers. And, and they, they believe that they could be these people's kids. Like, that's the thing is Eden is a lot, like, in between Jackson and Carly in a way. Yep. Just like Brian Craig was, you know, the perfect mix of Morgan. You know, Morgan was the perfect mix of Sonny and Carly. And then, you know, I, I think Chad Duell, what I like about him is that he is very much like Jason in a lot of ways because that was sort of where yes. he raised him. And, and you see it. And, and, you know, so he's always done this well. And that's why with William Lipton, like you know he didn't get to know uh xander but it was nice of him to get this mention and i like his interact you believe this is liz's son that was raised by lucky and his relationship with franco you know him and roger have great scenes they do they actually do and now you know i'm not a frizz fan but (laughs) why not i've never been i've never been a frizz fan i just never i'm not a frizz fan but i had to admit when he came but when he was dry like i said i liked him as draco kind of was kind of fun to see Roger Howard. Oh, he was him. enjoying chewing that scenery, wasn't he? It, it, yeah, he always, that was the he, only good part of it, is this story's dumb as hell, but he looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> a great time. A great time. I can't fault an actor. He's like, he's having a great time. So I did like, I did like the, the reunion. I have to admit, when they, when they, re, when Liz and Franco reunited, I did go, okay, you know what? They did that beautifully, actually. And I really did enjoy that part. And they are kind of cute. Too. I just, I, just, I don't. For some reason, I have a hard time of friends. I just, I just have a hard time. But I do. I did like the reunion. I really did like the reunion. Yeah, they're my favorite couple on General Hospital right now. You know, even a little bit better than Chase and Michael. We all love our slash uh, ship. Yeah, yeah, I know. We love that. But- <laughs> ship that. But we actually get to see Grizz together. And Mar- and I like that they give them problems that aren't like them actually cheating on one another. Because we know certainly like Franco really doesn't have that in his past. He's fairly loyal. I mean, and he's still friends with his exes except Carly. But who would want to be friends yeah. with her? Because you like him and Ava and Nina are like his friends. 
But Liz yep. has had her track record with men, and I kind of like that it's being brought back up with Nicholas. But yeah, he needs to stay away from Frizz and stay with okay. Ava because they're. Well, do you think so? That's where they're going. Yeah. I, well, I feel like they're trying like to get them to do it. I almost feel like, are we going with an indecent proposal storyline since they're trying to say that Liz and Franco are struggling with money, which is weird because a while back, like Franco had plenty of money and was going to be paid for Kiki's medical school and stuff like right. that. And it was like, did they forget that? Right. And it was funny because when he went to, went to Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love their relationship. <laughs> I do too. It's, it's so unconventional, but like they have chemistry and it works. There's odd little family. And I like that he fought for him too when he was Franco. Like yeah, that, that was great. I feel like we've not gotten enough Scotty Franco scenes since Franco is Franco again. And like I love Ken Schreiner. I love the Baldwins. I'll, I always like the underdog and that's Scotty. As much as I love Luke, uh, I like that we have Scotty with a kid on screen and it's Franco. Yes, because, I mean, they're not, they're not bringing Serena on anytime soon, and they only trot out Lucy once in a while, so it's like, okay, and Bobby once in a while. So it's kind of like, Ken Schreiner deserves more, too, actually. I mean, he's, and, he, and he kinda, I think he kind of talked about that recently to the fans online. He's on Twitter a lot, too, folks. And he was saying this time, he goes, thank you, fans, for this sticking in. I'm not, I'm not on as much anymore as you would, I know you guys hope, to, hope I would be. And he's just, he's so good. I mean, he's just, he's such yeah. a great anti-hero. I mean, it's like, he's just, he's so good. Yeah, and he was like one of the Green Arrow voices, so we all know I, I love all my Oliver Queens. <laughs> well, you would. Yeah, and, uh, some of the cartoons. Okay, Marcus Schreiner and his twin brother, Will Schreiner. Yes, and he his... Have a show. He's have a show. Yeah, he yeah. had a nephew that did stand-up. Uh... <laughs> yep, yep. The whole family, so it's kind of interesting. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... It's just, it's just funny with General Hospital, you know, I just want to start, we talked about the original question about the state of the soaps. They're at, a, they're at an interesting crossroads because at this point in time, I think coming up soon, Days of Our Lives will now surpass As the World Turns, the third longest running soap. Oh, wow. They've all been around for so long. They've been, they mean, because Days of Our Lives, I think is hitting 56 years, and General Hospital is like around that too, and you know, the rest has just hit, what, 47, 48, but like, it's just like they're all, they've, been, they've all been around for a long time now. Almost every storyline has been done in some level. So now it's just like different twists on a, on a similar storyline. It's like, like how many pregnancies can you do? How many kidnappings can you do? I hate during hospital that they brought back the mob stuff. I hate the mob stuff. I didn't like the mob stuff before. I don't mind it a little bit, but it's too much of the focus. That's me. I'm like, if you want to do it a little bit, but I'd rather have like cool spy stuff with like Anna and Robert and Finn. I mean, it's okay to have some of the staple stuff, but it is called General Hospital. And we could get like Jason Thompson is doing great as Billy on YNR. So why don't we try to bring back a, a Patrick or maybe his hot brother? Um, there's, or there's a lot of people, you can, yeah, I don't I, mind when they bring on new relatives of somebody or do a recast like Liz's dad. I mean, that's who Michael E. Knight should play. Although I do love who I refer, affectionately refer to as Kentucky Fried Dad as a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That accent is hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. I love the way he just talks I, to me. He's just like, no, I don't do this and I don't do that. He's like, he's very just blunt. Um, I mean, any, anything with Michael E. Knight, I'm just, like, happy anyway, yeah. right? But I do wish it was Tad instead. And I, I do wish 
Yeah, and because he's age appropriate for many people on the show. I always thought I wanted to see him and see Ron together, his character together. I was oh, yeah, that would be fun. Because they both can do comedy and they can both do drama. And that's why, you know, people, people just go back and look at some old episodes of, of All My Children. Tad, he, he's such a great, he won like three Emmys for me. He's such a great actor. He's so good. He's such a good actor. So yeah, I, wish I they love did. him. And I love bringing people that even if it's just the actors um, as different characters on the soaps that we, we, you know, aren't seeing anymore that have been, but to me, where they've really missed the boat on General Hospital, being as it's called General Hospital, he was married to Anna Devane and they had a child together. Where is Vincent Arizari as Dr. David Hayward? (laughs) Why did they bring him on as a doctor on Bold and Beautiful for a minute? A minute. A minute. And then, now he's not anywhere. It's like, yeah, David Hayward should be on General Hospital. Completely. And Vincent is so nice. Like, and you know it's a pleasure to work with. So it's not something like that. Because he gave us his cake uh, for the Days of Our Lives party at After Buzz that time. He gave us his birthday cake. A nice guy. Yeah, I'm like, he's delightful. So it's like, what is the deal? And two, bring back Ted King. I mean, there's a lot of people who I know uh, to be on this show if, you know, we could and focus a little bit more like Ted King would be more mob stuff per se, but it, it's like, okay, um, bring back the Alcazars or the Zakaras. Like I think the guy who's playing Cyrus on there now is a good actor and I actually kind of like him, but I'm like, why didn't we do make him a Zakara or something else? Like, and that's the thing is soaps have so much history and, you know, the repeating history stuff, as long as it's done well, people like, like speaking of Tad and all my children, when Ben Whitrock was played his son, Damon, and he had yeah. sex with Colby and Liza, just like Tad did Liza and Marion. And it was like, yep. yep, I love it. That was good. They did it well. And, you know, it was an interesting storyline, sort of a repeat thing, but they did it so well that you liked it. I agree. I like when I love when they do sometimes repeat history in a clever way that actually go. My brother, my brother Jr. always says, "I always wonder what these kids would be growing up with these screwed up parents." Like <laughs> we got to see they can't be all sweetness and light. I mean, they had screwed up parents. They're yeah. sitting around each other and doing things and killing people. They should be screwed up, you know, as they as they get older. And that's and that's kind of we want. We want to see more of that. We want to see more of that. Well, yeah, you look at, like, Molly, and I like that Molly is the, you know, good kid uh, of Alexis's because, you know, Christina and Sam, you know, have such issues. Although I think Christina's at a better place, but they should have really hooked her up with Valerie when her and Brittany Sarpy had uh, chemistry, but missed the boat there with the Corinthos and a Spencer hooking up again. (laughs) Yes, I totally agree with that. But, like, you have Molly, and Rick is our dad. Why can't we have Rick back and, like, in the mix with some of these people? I guess, again, I'm always for the 40-plus males coming in. Um, And Rick Hurst is just so attractive. And he has, you know, chemistry with everyone. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think, you know, Rick Hurst, Jacob Young, who's who's criminally, criminally not being used on soaps. On any of his soaps. They dropped him on Bold and Beautiful. I mean, not even all, it used to be on draw. I mean, like, they should be used. And Jacob, you know, is a friend of mine also, and I, I like Jacob, and we've talked, he's doing his music stuff right now, which is great. Um, but he should be on soaps right now, too. I'm like, these are actors who can perform. 
they really can show you, they can, they can really do the material, whatever you want them to do. I mean, Jacob Young carried the last, you know, All My Children season. Oh, yeah. Him as JR was amazing. Like, amazing. I loved him with Melissa Claire Egan, and I like that she's back on Y&R, and I really well, love Y&R, her. Y&R, she is. Yeah. She is. And, but yeah, you Jacob know? Young, I wouldn't want him back as Lucky, but I could see him playing someone else on um, General Hospital. Because I, I, I'm a fan of him, but I did not like the writing when he was on as Lucky. They sort of tried to ruin the character, but usually to make Jason look good. <laughs> was my least I love Steve, but. Better. Yeah, cool. but he was my least favorite Lucky. I think I've had yeah. that, I think I've said that many, many shows. He's my least favorite Lucky. I love Jacob Young. That's a person. He's a great guy, um, great actor. I think. I mean, he won an Emmy. For, he, played, he won an Emmy playing Lucky. He won an Emmy yeah. for it. But I'm not a fan of his. I wasn't a fan of his Lucky. Jonathan Jackson, number one, always. But Greg Vaughn was even a little better to me. But that's another story too. But um, yeah, I, 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 I still think he should come on the show as something. I mean, he should just come back. They did. They need Lucky anyway. They need. They need. They need a Lucky. I don't know who to be. Jonathan Jackson. I don't think is doing anything right now. I don't know if he's doing it, but. I think the show does need Lucky on some Yeah, level, Jonathan you know? would be my first pick because, you know, him, like, the I was in love with Jonathan Jackson as Lucky when I was a little girl. Like, that's why him and Liz, that's why, you know, I'm, you know, I hate to say it to new fans who may be listening, I hated Liaison. Jason messed with my favorite relationship. I know Lucky was dead at the time, uh, you know, when it first started. But come on, whenever Greg Vaughn was Lucky, and you're like, okay, I'm coming to accept this. And then they ruined it again. I hated Liz for years because of that. Um, so. And it was, it was unforgivable. But, like, when J.J. came back and, it, like, him and Tyler Christopher's sort of last scenes were pretty good. Yeah. And I, if he's not he, – if he doesn't want to come back because he lives in Nashville, I know, because when he filmed the yeah. show there. And I think I would be great if, if Greg Vaughn came. For Lucky, and that that would be good because Greg is was a good Lucky too. I felt like he didn't get enough respect in the role. I agree, and right now I don't care for his character of Eric on Days of Hives. Um, so I'm like, I'm all for bring it back to General Hospital. I mean, and, and I know Greg Vaughn, another friend of mine, he's a, a great guy. Um, but but I, I would take him back as Lucky. I, I actually would come reach back as Eric on Days of Our Lives because you know that role used to be Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Jensen Ackles, I know. As a supernatural, you know, yeah. I mean, like, why not? You know, um, but yeah, it's it's just it's all these soap popping people. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, I think well, they're I think, on Supernatural um, too, like Sebastian Roche, James yeah. Patrick Stewart, Matt Cohen. All these people were on Supernatural too. It's, a, it's an extension. That show was on ten thousand years. Yeah, uh, it was on. It, well, it's on its 50th and final season. <laughs> That's so crazy. I haven't watched. I mean, I used to watch it all the time, but I haven't watched it see and see in several in several seasons. Well, they're all on Netflix, know except for the current running yeah. season. But yeah, you could you probably could catch up. And I know they're still showing some new episodes, but they didn't finish filming before the shutdown. But one can uh, hope that maybe it prolongs this last season. <laughs> what? So think about all these shows, right? Yeah. I mean, if you didn't finish the season out, do they does it mean the season could go a little longer? Because everything's kind of I mean, it's it's been very interesting to see what they plays out in Hollywood, anyways. I mean, yeah, especially some of the stuff that sort of needs to be wrapped up versus like things that weren't going well. I mean, it is sad to see stuff get canceled that wasn't going well, but you sort of see how that you know kind of falls off. But like shows like Supernatural, where this is supposed to be the grand finale, you can't just leave us hanging. That would be cruel. No, you have, you have to actually make it big. So, yeah. 
definitely. So, what else? So, we just, I think we you talk about all General Hospital at this point. Did we get all General Hospital out? I think. Anything we missed? Yeah, that was me. I was like, I think, have we gotten out all of our grievances? Like, you know. Yeah, more- I, was, I, 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 I've been complaining. Like, I, I think it's something going like, outside. I mean, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, and just, just you folks, I love General Hospital. I mean, I, I watched the show. Oh, yeah, I, I love it. I've watched it my whole life. Yeah. yeah so I'm watching. Yeah, I just want you to show. All these soaps, I watch all of them. So I watch all four. Yeah, so you're the one to talk to about, like, because that's the thing is I, you know, I'm trying to, I want to make this show for the general soap opera knowledge. and okay. But I have not ever really watched much of Days or Bolt, and I know you do. So yes. give me a short synopsis of why I should turn into these. Okay, good question. So Days did a reboot. They did something that never in daytime had ever been done. And when they were building up to this thing, it was, it was for the anniversary, November 8th, last year. We we're going to do something in Narrow Den Daytime. There was all these rumors like, will it be a dream like Bobby on Dallas? Will it be, you know, will it be uh, this? Will it be that? Will somebody die? Like, they had all these things. What they did is they went a year ahead. Oh. Jennifer Horton wakes up, and all of a sudden she's like, how long have I been out? You've been out a year. We're like, what? And that's how it ended on a Friday. We're like what? I mean, everybody. The, the, the internet was a buzz. I mean, they crashed the internet. It was crazy. <laughs> and then Monday picks up. Then Monday picks up. I mean, Days of Lives. I mean, oh my God, Ron Cavallari is so good about this. Picks up a year late. Say. They may have called him Ruth Ron on uh, on the oh, yeah. GH, but I loved it. But Taylor will always be one of my favorite stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so they picked up a year later without explaining anything to us. The first episode just showed us things were like, uh, why are those two together? Those two are married? The, that person died? Like, it, I mean, we didn't know nothing. So for the last couple, for the last, what, December, January, February, March, last four months, things have been unfolding. So they're doing flashbacks, and they're telling, they're, they're picking certain, it's, it's been ingenious. The show is revitalized. It changed everything. You're seeing characters who never had scenes together, have scenes together in a very interesting way. The writing is so good. They did it. It worked. I think it worked. It completely worked. They were still finding stuff out four months into this. That's so it's like it just, I mean, it's very clever. So now they're going, they go back six months, they go back a year. This happened on Mother's Day. Like they go, so we're in the future, we're in the we're a year ahead, but we're also going back in the same. It's like it's very it's it's crazy. So every Friday you're like, what? They wait till Monday for that. To go and actually explain, or every Monday you're going, what? And every and then, so it's it's been it's been. I tell people, you don't have to even, even if you're an old fan, new fan of matter, you could actually come in now and start over and watch the show. That's days. That's that's where that's we should watch it. That's why that that's when that's crazy. Yeah, Bold that's what makes me want to tune in. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Now, Bold and the Beautiful is interesting because they really focused on basically one big storyline for the last six months. And because they're only half hour soap, yeah, and it's it, short, yeah, it's short, and but it's kind of worked. It's really weird. This baby storyline, which is switched to this Thomas Forster's crazy storyline, and mm-hmm. I've had an old breakdown after TV, which I do a show once a month. Um, I've had the big actors on uh, Matthew Atkinson and, and Anonica Noel, who play Hope and Thomas, 
and they're great in real life, lovely people. Mm-hmm. They both, this, this, oh my God, it's so good. And Scott Clifton, oh my That's goodness. Former Dylan Corner, right? Scott Clifton, yeah. Yes, and General Hospital fame. Um, is doing amazing work on that show. It's, it's uh, Catherine Kelly Lang, Torsten Kay of One Life to Live and All My Ch- Children Today, yeah. Place Ridge. They're all doing amazing work. It's just the storyline has gotten crazy and crazy. They have a young actor, speaking of kid actors, he must be like not eight or nine. His name is, uh, he plays Douglas Forrester. He's, his name is Henry Samry. D- amazing find. He holds his own against the adults. It's crazy. Really? Um, seeing Rita Sofer on there, uh, who I plays uh, who plays Quinn? She is my age and looks beautiful. Oh I'm yeah, she is just as hot in person too. Like she, she's beautiful. Person. And my my crush, my mm-hmm. every day, is Denise Richards as Shauna. I oh. she is hotsy topsy on that show. Every bus when I do both breakdown. My co-host Tango Van is like James, your girl. I said, I know she's hot. Every scene, she's hot. She's hot. I loved her as white she devil and undercover brother, of course. Um, but I mean, she is like hotsy totsy totsy, and her and Torsten K have fire chemistry, chemistry off the charts. So Born and Beautiful is it's 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 a little more pared down. It's like maybe two storylines at a time, but it's some good stuff. Yeah, and because it's so short, it is something that you could watch and, you know, get through. And, yeah, I mean, it's one of those that's always been a bold and days are the ones that are really over the top to me. And so, like, that I like more in small doses, which is funny considering, like, when you think about it, though, uh, General Hospital and One Life to Live had some pretty insane stuff. (laughs) They did. I said over the top for soaps like uh, but yeah I'm like I really like what you said about days and that bold is short and they're kind of focusing on one thing so it would be easy to catch up one thing I'm trying to catch up on because I had fallen off just because I didn't have time uh, with the young and the restless and a lot of the people I liked had left or changed but I really had loved Jason Thompson as Billy but one thing I've noticed that I'm not liking but again I'm just catching up in this week is that there's a lot of new people that I, I have no idea who they are really yet. And some of them are like, like Jordy, uh, who was on all my children just before yep. and he's yep. Sharon's boyfriend or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I can get yep. behind him. Uh, he's great. And it's to me, it's not that I dislike any of these characters, but it's a little too much focus on some, the younger set, which is like, you know, I watch soaps cause I like the, the older people. Like I'd way rather see more Phyllis and Billy than some of these other people. Yeah, they Young Restless has done this thing where for a while it was all veterans because it was basically yeah. they were doing their focus on Jack and that Ashley, was and Tracy, all oh, was great, and Dina and all that, and Victor and all that. That was it was great. It has kind of switched a bit, and I'm about to be a little shady. Um, acting on some, you're like, eh, they're okay. Um, I love Mariah because Cameron Grimes is great. I love her uncle. That's our girl. That's our girl. I love Cameron Grimes. We interviewed her. I love Mariah. I was like, ooh, at least they've got her with this hot girl that's a musician. I'm like, okay, cool. I like Tessa. Yes, I like them. And I mean, Cameron, like I said, friend of ours, we've known her. We interviewed her years ago. She's great. She's and I I saw her. I actually saw her recently. She's like, James, like, oh my God. We talked a little bit. Um, Great. Again, we watched her grow up. I mean, she was Cassie, then she came back as Mariah. I mean, she grew up. Um, And I mean, there's some. I mean, there's some. 
I would like we well, like we love Devon, of course. And we, yeah, we Devon. Love, and yeah, then I think Hunter uh, King is great as Summer, yeah. and then I love uh, Melissa Ordway as Abby. I, I actually oh, love him, the vet kids. But it's some yeah. of these new people. It's not that I don't like them. It's just I don't know who you are. What's going on? And, and like the the new guy that's Kyle. I can't place his name at the moment. Yes, he seems a little young. Michael Mueller. In real life, his name is Michael Mueller. In real life. Oh yeah. I mean, he he seems he familiar. Like you know, I've seen him in a lot of other stuff. But yeah, he possibly just seems a little young because I'm like I remember Hartley Sawyer playing Kyle, who's now uh, Ralph Elongated Man on The Flash, and I'm like, so they pretty well de-aged Kyle a little bit, and I, and especially considering some of the older storylines, like with Phyllis, I'm a little like. This, it just seems a little weird. But then again, Billy and Victoria were once played by brother and sister, Heather and David Tom, so. Right, right. So, I mean, there you go, right? So it's kind of, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, you know, I, the show, I feel like the production value is still there, obviously. Um, the, the set design, the direction, it's all still top notch. But yeah, the stories are a little... I'm not as, as invested. It's one of the, that's, that's, that's like one of the soaps I don't watch. I mean, I watch it, of course, but it's like it's not the one I run home to watch uh, first. It's probably one of the, one of the last ones I watch. Um, I mean, the, like I said, again, the veterans are the ones I really watch for. It's for Amelia Heinley. It's for them. Those yeah, are the ones her. I want to look at. I love her, too. I want to see, I want to see them act. Um, and it's been nice actually having the whole Victor 50th anniversary of Newman and seeing all the old characters come back and seeing his brother and seeing his first wife, Julia. That was kind of nice to see them come back. Um, and of course, Michelle Stafford. I mean, her yeah, being as Phyllis. Her back as Phyllis is great. Yeah, even though I love Gina and I thought her and Jason had yes. chemistry together, yes. but now that they're going back with Phyllis and Nick, it looks like, you know, it's good to have Michelle back for that. But I, I really like that we have Chelsea and Adam and Chloe and Kevin because they're adorable. But yeah, I'm like, I would rather have more of them. That, uh, again, because I don't know this younger set. And it is one of those things that I'm like, most of your viewers, I mean, I'm clo closer to their age, some of them, but like, I'm not as interested as I would be Phyllis or Chelsea. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the and that, well, see, here's the problem with soaps in general. I think... People don't really, they don't really, they don't realize, maybe they do realize, I don't know, that it skews older. Yeah. Now, they're not going to really get new, younger viewers, not really at this point. I think it's just kind of like retain the ones you have and keep them. And most of us have been watching for 20 plus years. So it's kind of like cater to them because those are the ones that are tuning in and are going to watch. Yeah, you should always have multi-generational stories, clearly. Yeah. You should always have that. But I think we want to see the veterans. You know, I think I think I think it's that's probably the most clearest thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that we that fans say all the time. They want the veterans. Well, yeah, and as I say, it's great to have younger people that are part of the family, especially when they've been around, like, you know, Cameron Grimes and Hunter King. And and as I say, I like the guy who's playing Kyle, but it just seems a little weird because, you know, they, they de-aged him to be with Summer and it's like, you know, oh, that's just a little, but I guess they're used to people maybe not remembering stuff like that. And, it, you know, it's fine, but I'm like, we could have paired Summer with someone else, like to keep her sort of with the Abbots and things like that, that wouldn't have maybe had such an ick factor. I know the mother-son stuff, or the mother-daughter stuff is a little played out on soaps. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do that, and it's like, really? I mean, do we really have to do that? I mean, like, we've, we've been there, done that. 
um, again, all these shows, everything's been done. So it's yeah. almost like now you got to figure out, you can't really do too many more things. What's kind of like, what's the twist? What can you do that's a little different on that soap staple? There's a lot of tropes to do that you're like, well, that's been done 10,000 times and probably better back in the day. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just now it's like a, yeah. a, a lesser version of what it could be. So I don't know. It's, it's just, I mean, I, I told people I never want to be a soap writer. Everybody always ask me, I love soaps. I don't know if you're so That's hard work. I would not want to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, we can be a little rough sometimes, but usually I'm only rough when it's sort of like a not nod to, to history, yeah. like that they could have easily looked up or asked somebody. Those are things that could, could have been better that I do think people can improve on. So I don't mind complaining or like certain things where I'm like, why do we have to de-age Kyle? And, and again, but that's sort of a forgetting history part that, that made it a little odd. But I do like uh, Billy and Lily working together. And I'm like, ooh, I think they have chemistry and they'll be cute. Because I yeah, think Crystal Khalil yeah. is beautiful. So I'm like, oh, I like yeah. this. Well, see, they also had Billy and Amanda, which is, they, they, yeah. they, 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 they realized they made a mistake by getting rid of uh, Yeah, not Hillary. <laughs> Girl, not Hillary. Bring uh, her back. Wonderful. I love yeah. her. Great actress. Great actress. Um, I think I th I just think the soaps really need to. I mean, you got you have to do your own. I know I all writers have their own thing, and fans. I mean, ten thousand fans will say ten thousand different things. I get that, but I feel like these should. There's certain things that they should try to follow. And if you if you this is your first time, this is our first podcast of this episode. You're seeing Lucretia and I both are very much history people. We like continuity, yeah. we like history, we know our history. Maybe so your history too. I mean, we we're not dumb. We know our history, right? Yeah. And, so and that's kind of you, like you can look it up too if you don't know something. Like <laughs> right. I should definitely have a note yeah. section of the show where it's like, well, I said this, but this probably happened at this time. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly, I think, but, but we're very much historians, self-historians, you and I, and we like, so we see things, and we know a lot of fans see too. I mean, you're just, we're, soap fans are invested. They're very invested in their shows, and they really want to make sure that it sounds right, that it seems right, that it looks right. Um, that's, all, that's all we want. I mean, we're, we're, soap fans are tough and easy at the same time. It's kind of like you give them certain things that they want, they'll be fine, you know? And, and sometimes, I know there's soaps will be creative, they have their own way of doing things, but it doesn't always work. And that's, that's the problem. It doesn't always work. Yeah. Well, it's just like soaps and comic books and, you know, the superhero yeah, stuff yeah. all kind of go together where there's so much history and it's so easy to look stuff up. But I see sometimes, and I do know most of the people that are involved in writing and making these things are doing it because they're a fan too. But like you have so many people that are invested and really would follow you till the end of the earth. So it's just that yes. one little extra step to nod to history and make sure it's right. Because like I say, I'm think you know, it already convinced me to add a note section in case I get a timeline wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, right, exactly. Especially it's, from it's, the liaison fans. I'm sorry, I think she deserves better. <laughs> I know the Friday um, the 13th poll I did was like, who'd you rather, Jason Voorhees or Jason Morgan, <laughs> going back to General Hospital? Because, yeah, like Jason just does that to women. He just ruins them. <laughs> They become insane. Uh, I, except I, Carly. <laughs> except for Carly. Except for Carly. No. I like my liaison fans. They're good to me. So I'm really <laughs> they, they support me. But, so, yes, they're good. They went, and they got, the, they got their pieces of Jason and Liz recently. She called him up. She went to help Cameron. She called up Jason. And 
you could get in there and take care of business. He saved her son, so. Yeah, and I like you know, how Franco so is like appropriately perfect. jealous and supportive at the same time because yeah. Franco's perfect. Yeah. I will say my favorite part of General Hospital right. besides Valentine is the fact that Franco gets to raise Jake. <laughs> That's true. You know we don't see him, but yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean the I thing know, is. I I do too. I mean, Jake and Aiden. I mean, they yeah, they're so cute, and they're great with Roger and Becky. So, yeah. and that's the thing. I agree. I, I, I think that um, I want to see more of the Jason because Drew's gone at this point. But the whole Jason Drew uh, Franco connection was very strong. I like that the three of them had this. Yeah, R.I.P. Brew, because, like, man, right? that's the thing, is, like, people, like, I love how they show Sam actually giving a crap about Drew, and really, it's like, I'm sorry, yeah. only one person currently on this canvas loved Drew that much, and that was Franco. Let's not pretend there was anything different. <laughs> right, right. I mean, at Monica on some level. But yeah, not, and Monica, too, I will say. That's why yeah. I at least liked when Franco was Drew, that he spent time with Monica, because she was yes. the one who was sort of actually interested, and, and that was the thing, is Billy Miller was great with, you know, both that uh, Leslie Charlson and Roger, and it is sad how, like, everything sort of unfolded there, but who knows? Maybe he'll come back. Yeah. Oh, there are rumors of things of behind the scenes, and, um, you know, so that's why things go the way they go, but yes, he he was, he, I mean, I, I think Billy Miller's a great actor, and I, I've, I've always yeah, liked I love him Billy. on all the things he's done. Um, well, young arrests now. He's on, but so I, I hope to see. I know he's doing some other stuff, so I hope to see him on something soon. So, yes. Yeah, it is what it is, and you know, it, I love seeing him on prime time. He, like a lot of other soap stars, popped up on Castle. So it's it's now time yeah. for him to pop up on the Rookie, right? <laughs> there you go, the Rookie, your man. Is a yep. I know, but Eric Winter, another former soap star, he's yeah. kind of steals the show on there as Bradford. Do you watch The Rookie? No, I don't watch The Is it good? Oh, oh, it's very good. I highly recommend it. Okay, okay folks, The Rookie. I, mean, I haven't seen it. I actually see this much TV. I, I don't have time. I mean, now I got time, but when I was busy, I didn't have time to watch all these shows. My DVR is like always at 60%, I think, or 50%. I have so many shows to watch, plus all my shows on Netflix and my shows on other platforms. I'm trying to finish up The Mandalorian season one on Disney Plus right now, so I'm like doing that. So I know, I need crazy. to watch The Mandalorian. I haven't watched that yet either. You like it. You like it. John Favreau does a great job. Yeah, I love John Favreau. So. He does a great job. He's a writer, producer. I mean, he does a great job. So I'm, I'm on to the child, baby. Yo. That's, that's my yes, I know. But it's yes, so it's. Cute. Uh, <laughs> It's good, but the show is good. The show is pretty good. And I'm a Star Wars fan, so which is basically a soap opera too at this point. So it's, yeah. Well, yeah, that's sort of the thing is there's really not that much difference between like stuff like Star Wars and, you know, as I say, comic books. That's why you see a lot of, I mean, Roger Howarth was on The Flash. So Hartley Sawyer, who was a former Kyle Abbott, is now on there. And you have a lot of crossover. And like I say, with Supernatural, it's all... It's all the same. People just give soaps a little bit more grief. But again, they're churning episodes out every week as opposed to getting these big breaks and stuff like that. So, of course, there's going to be a dip in quality here or there. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Hmm. I agree. Well, all right. As we wrap up our uh, episode here, tell them where they can find you, Mr. James Lott Jr. Well, thanks for having me on your first episode of the show. I'm so excited. I'm going to share this with everybody. You can follow me. We're all James Lott Jr. Just sold. I'm on James 
James Lott Jr. on all social media platforms, literally just James Lott Jr. Type it in anywhere. I will pop up. And I do have some soap podcasts. So I'm going to make sure I say that this is a soap show. I have GH Mini Spotlight audio podcast. I have Bold and Beautiful Rewind. And I have Bold and Beautiful Mini Spotlight and Bold Breakdown. And I also have the Y&R Mini Spotlight also. So all of those are on any kind of platform you get for streaming and for video. But go to James Lott Jr. and you'll just start there and you'll get all the all right. Well, thank you so much for being my first guest, James. It's always nice when I can return the favor. And since I'm the line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Okay. And since I said we were going to do a note section, here it is. Because I do say a lot of things and there's a lot of history so stuff can kind of get mixed up or a little convoluted, especially, you know, because there's so many actors to remember and I want to get everyone's name right. And especially like when we start talking about who to follow on Twitter, I want to make sure you guys get all the names since there's so many different spellings. But yeah, first off, I went through the episode and I'll go from, you know, beginning to end. So when we were talking about Desperate Housewives, James said... Oh, you know, so sorry about her. And I was thinking he meant Nicolette Sheridan, who played Edie, because her and Mark Cherry had issues on the show, which ultimately led to, spoiler alert, her character's death. But he actually meant Felicity Huffman, who was caught up during the college admission scandal and actually went to prison. But she's out now. She's fine. She paid her dues, although it was a bit of a scandal. But... Let's face it, it's Hollywood. She's a great actress. She'll bounce back, just like Nicolette Sheridan did after her issues. She's on Dynasty, isn't she? Now, when we were talking about who to follow on Twitter, because your favorite soap actors and soap press are really engaged during this time since we're all stuck at home, one of the first actors James mentioned was Paul Telfer. I was not familiar with him because I haven't really caught up with Days, but he plays Dander on Days of Our Lives, and it's at... Paul, P-A-U-L, Telfer, T-E-L-F-E-R. And then he also said Lamone Archie. That's L-A-M-O-N, and Archie is A-R-C-H-E-Y. He plays Eli on Days of Our Lives. And he also said Lindsay Goffrey, and Lindsay is spelled at L I N. S-E-Y Godfrey, G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. And she's Sarah on Days of Our Lives, but she was also on Bold and the Beautiful, and she's actually dating Brecken Meyer. That's how I've met her. And then one of our favorites, because we've met her and interviewed her several times, and she's just such a delight, Kathleen Gotti. And she's Liesl on General Hospital, but she was also on All My Children. Her Twitter is at Gotti Tweets, G-A-T-I, Tweets, T-W-E-E-T-S. And then, of course, Perry Shin, Brad on General Hospital. It's just at Perry Shin, P-A-R-R-Y-S-H-E-N. And then the great Michelle Stafford is always delightful. She's your OG and now currently still Phyllis, but she was the original Nina on General Hospital as well. And she's at the real Stafford, and Stafford is S-T-A-F-F-O-R-D. And let's not forget sexy William DeVry. He really loves to tweet. It can get a little political, just like his buddy Nancy Lee Gron. But, you know, Jew Lexus is just as entertaining as they were on screen on Twitter. 
So Will is at William DeVry1, and that's DeVry is D-E-V-R-Y-1. Nancy Lee Grons is just at Nancy Lee Gron. And then, of course, my favorite, James Patrick Stewart, who's Valentine, is at J-A-P-A-S-T-U. But, you, you know, not just the actors are entertaining you during your time. It's your soap press. So that's Carolyn Topol at Carolyn, T-O-P-O-L. Our buddy Walker Ragsdale, who you'll definitely be seeing on here, he's now changed his to at Walker and then two more R's after Walker. And he does work for TV Guide and TV Source and all sorts of things. And then fellow soap podcaster Candace Mack is at Candy Poo, as in Wendy, uh, as in Winnie the Pooh. And one of my favorite people to tweet with, at Soap Jen, and Jen has two N's. She does Diagnosis Daytime. All right, moving on. I think I got a little ahead of myself with the Kyle and Summer stuff from The Young and the Restless, so I just want to clarify, because I was like, you know, mother-daughter stuff is always weird, but really more of the ick factor with Kyle and Summer, to me, is the fact that they once thought they were brother and sister, And don't get me wrong, I've said this about Valentine and Alexis should get together on General Hospital at this point. But let's be fair, they didn't think they were brother and sister for that long, and they're adults. Summer was throwing herself at Kyle up until the point that it was like, oh no, he might be your brother, that's why your dad's freaking out. That's a little weird. And they just keep de-aging Kyle to be closer to Summer's age, which I always think is a little weird too. And I know we'll never get my boy Hartley Sawyer back, and I'm happy he plays Ralph, Elongated Man on The Flash. But I do think it's weird when they just keep de-aging characters to work together. And while they are cute, I think that Hunter King and Michael Beeler have chemistry. It is still weird that Kyle and Phyllis made out. And that's the stuff that it's like, oh, like with the Ava Kiki, sharing a few people. It's just a little odd, but it is soap, so it is what it is. And now you know that I'm not the biggest fan of that couple. But like I said, they do have chemistry and, you know, can't be less weird than Victoria and Billy being together forever when they were once actually played by brothers and sisters. Heather Tom and David Tom. But, you know, it's soap. Sometimes you just got to get over that. I mean, some people have married their brother. <laughs> their their soap brother or their soap cousin like Melissa Fumero and David Fumero. Adriano was Christian's cousin on One Life to Live and they're adorable. They just had a baby. But I digress. We did mention the Nancy Lee Grand news story that sort of kicked off our first episode of GH Report back on After Buzz TV. And, you know, I don't want to get to it in there because we're fans of hers, but, you know, she has since apologized and it was a big ordeal, but she was a little upset when it was announced that Viola Davis was the first black woman to take home the outstanding lead actress in a drama series. And that was kind of odd to me too. I can't believe it took that long for that to happen. But she sort of indicated that, you know, it's a much larger problem with women in the industry. And as we know now, that was certainly true with Me Too and everything. So yeah, you know, don't want to dredge up too much. But yeah, it was, you know, she made national news, which was great for soaps in a way, even though it was controversial. Another thing I kept forgetting, it's Sydney Michaela, who plays Trina Robinson on General Hospital. I knew her name was Sydney, but the last name was just blanking on me the entire time. But yeah, she is a great young actress. I'm really glad that they made her Taggart's daughter and 
have really, you know, worked in the character a little more. Because that younger set on General Hospital with Sydney, William, and Eden, they're just great. I brought up Ken Schreiner, a.k.a. Scotty Baldwin on General Hospital, played Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, one of my favorite superheroes of all time, on a cartoon. And that was Justice League Unlimited. And his nephew's name, who I had done stand-up with, is Nick Schreiner. So Ken has a twin brother, and Nick is his son. So, And Ken's twin brother, Will, was also a comedian. So that's why Scotty's so funny. It's just in his family. And then when I mentioned Patrick's hot brother on General Hospital, I was talking about Matt Hunter, who was played by Jason Cook, who was also on Days of Our Lives. That's why he had such great chemistry with Kirsten Storm, since they were together on Days of Our Lives. I would hope to see him back. And, oh, the Michael E. Knight of it all. If you don't know who Michael E. Knight is, he's currently playing Martin Gray, Valentine's lawyer on General Hospital. But he played Tad Martin on All My Children, for years. Tad the Cad. And he was just such a great character. I know we talk a little bit about, you know, some of the storylines in the episode, like Liza and her mother, and then his son was with Liza and her daughter. It was really sort of a cute nod to history, especially because Finn Whitrock, you know, been Oscar-nominated movies and American Horror Story Finn Whitrock had played son Damon, which was cute. I really liked them together. And I liked Tad a lot. And that's why it's interesting to see him with uh, Valentine, who played Will Cortland with Michael E. Knight on All My Children. So yeah, there's just nods to history all around. And that's what we love. And that's what I hope you'll love about this show. I brought up Ted King and how we need the Alcazars. Ted King played Luis Alcazar and Lorenzo Alcazar on General Hospital, as well as Tomas Delgado, Taya's brother, on One Life to Live. But when they crossed over the One Life to Live characters onto General Hospital after the cancellation, which included Roger Howarth, current Franco, he was playing his, you know, beloved character, Todd Manning. Michael Easton, Finn, he was playing John McBain, still, like, one of his greatest characters. And Cassie DePaiva, who is Blair Kramer, now currently on Days of Our Lives. And they're Todd and Blair's daughter, Star Manning, who was played by Kristen Alderson, who ultimately wound up as Kiki. And that's sort of why they had the Franco-Kiki thing, but then they changed it because her and Chad Duell were dating, and it was cute, so Michael couldn't be her cousin, even though it's soaps. Clearly, they don't mind. But yeah, there was a whole lot of change-ups there, and then there was a lawsuit with prospect park so they couldn't use those characters but they kept some of the actors but yeah in that blair's character makes reference to tomas after a picture of alcazar is seen and so there was some sort of hint that maybe they are the same person it was cute it's the same actor i mean they did that with castle book showed up on one life to live since uh, nathan villian played joey and i'll get back to that later because i talk about the rookie later on in the episode so yeah there was there's a lot of crossing over with all the abc soaps at points in times which included anna devane anna devane was on all my children and day one of my favorite characters of all time, Dr. David Hayward. And he was played by the lovely Vincent Arizari, and he always plays such a good bad guy. And again, he's a doctor. There's a show called General Hospital, which is Anna Devane's original show, and she's on there right now. Well, Anna and David had a daughter, Leora, who died. It was a big story because Leora was named after Leo Dupre, David's brother, played by Josh Duhamel, who had also died. It's a big deal, and it's something that they could easily bring up. Pretty sure Vincent would love to be on the show. We would love to see him. We get more focus, and he's like an evil doctor, kind of like 
Ulbricht was in the beginning. I feel like they could really work together. And, you know, he can stir things up with Anna and Finn. You know, he's not her first doctor, he'll find out. But, I don't know, just spitballing ideas and wanted to give Dr. David Hayward his due. We talk about Rena Sofer. She played Lois Cirillo on General Hospital in the 90s, and Lois is Brooklyn's mother. And fun fact, Rena and Wally Kurth, Ned, were actually married for years and have a daughter, Rosabelle, together. But yeah, so Rena's currently on The Bold and the Beautiful and doing fantastic. She's really just a lovely person, just like Wally. And I brought up Jordy, and I couldn't remember his last name. It's uh, Villasuso. He played Dr. Griffin Castillo on All My Children and is now Ray Rosales on YNR. But he also did a scent on Days of Our Lives in between as Dario Hernandez. I was unaware of that. Oh, and when I say liaison, it is the ship name for Liz and Jason on General Hospital. And I typically will often refer to Roger and Becky as just Roger and Becky. Roger is Franco and former Todd Manning, but he's the best. And Becky is Rebecca Hurst, who's played Liz Weber forever on General Hospital, and she has not aged a bit. All right, I said I'd get back to The Rookie, which I'm a big fan of The Rookie, and I feel like it's a nighttime soap thing, and it includes a lot of soap actors, as well as the other show from Alex Holly, who was the creator of The Rookie. He was an executive producer on Castle, which starred former soap star Nathan Fillion, who played Joey Buchanan on One Life to Live. And now that he's on The Rookie, one of his other co-stars, who's kind of my favorite character. I know sacrilegious, especially if you know me and how much I love Nathan. But Eric Winter plays Tim Bradford on The Rookie. He also played Rex Brady on Days of Our Lives. And The Rookie currently airs on Sunday nights on ABC. But what's interesting is you'll see a lot of former soapy people, especially being it's on ABC, just like Castle. And Castle featured Rebecca Budding, who played Greenlee on All My Children, as well as Hayden on General Hospital. And Nancy Lee Gron was on an episode, our favorite Alexis on General Hospital. And so many other people, including Billy Miller. And Billy Miller, I know, you know, we still don't know what all went on with General Hospital, but we do wish him the best. But don't worry. Billy is working. He currently plays Alex Dunn on the Apple TV show Truth Be Told. Not seen it yet, but it honestly looks pretty good. Octavia Spencer, Lizzie Kaplan, got a great cast. And I know Apple TV is offering some free year subscriptions if you're like an AT&T customer and all sorts of things. So you should check into that because I know I'll be watching this show. Love Billy. He'll always be, you know, thought of to me as a soap actor, but I think that is a compliment. But he's done some pretty great stints in primetime as well. But speaking of, if you want to watch your stories and you're being preempted or things like that, you can watch a lot of them online for free. Both NBC and ABC air General Hospital days of our lives on their apps for free and you don't necessarily have to have an apple tv it can be roku or any of the other ones just on the abc app or the nbc app or at nbc or abc.com also i watch general hospital on hulu and it comes on about 5 p.m pacific time on hulu the same day which is great or if you have cbs all access you can watch young and the restless and the bold and beautiful the same day as well so yeah, that's your way to catch up on your stories. And all right, I think that is it. So thank you guys so much for this first episode of Believe in Soap Operas. Be sure to hit that subscribe button right there on whatever podcast app you're using. 
And if you have some suggestions or if I forgot something or mixed up a timeline, I really don't mind being wrong. It's all about getting history right. And if that's what I'm going to complain about, you can complain about it too. Or if you want to send something nice or just have thoughts about your show, tweet me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N and I will read your comment on the air and hopefully help you out a little bit. So thanks, guys. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.